Hey, welcome to On the Tea Box podcast. Kicking in week 10, episode 10, man. What? Where the fantasy picks are bet are getting worse by the week. Getting worse by the week. And the highlight is the theme music. So thanks, Drew Davidson, for great theme music. Love it. Obviously, way much better than our fantasy picks. I love tournaments like this this week. I'm reading one of the guys in the expert picks, Jason Sobel, who I follow on social media. He's great. I will have to check him out. Three of these guys he's picked this week. Chris Kirk, Taylor Moore, and Kramer Hickok. Sorry, what? Who? <laughs> I've never heard of Taylor Moore. The funny part was yesterday I was looking through, and when I went to look at the tee times, I didn't see that the PGA page had flipped over to Corn Ferry, and I like I knew like there was we're not going to really have anybody. <laughs> but I'm like, who are these people? And then I like look up and I see Corn Ferry Tour. Okay, well, probably pretty might much as the well same. be might as well be. Aside from Rory and Jordan. Oh my goodness gracious! Um, so let's go fantasy real quick. Let's talk about that, Matt. What happened? You started off with a. You looked great first two weeks. First two weeks were awesome. Got a win. Got a win and a and a two, right? Or no? You got a win in the top ten. Yeah. And then it's been all downhill since then. It's been nothing. And and negative nothing. Correct. You're on the. Yeah, two weeks of you had missed cuts. So I, I've been surviving with at least made, but I haven't, you know, I had three weeks where I got goose eggs. And right. So we were just talking about this before we came on. It's tough because you pick a guy and then he, he gets back spasms and he withdraws. I mean, that's not really on us, but there's nothing you could do about it. Right. You can't Correct. repick. It's already started. So I got screwed with Casey because he had back spasms, which and then he didn't withdraw. We were texting on Wednesday. You're like, well, at least he didn't withdraw. I'm like, well, that's true. Then the next day you come <laughs> out and you're like looking concede, concede, and you, now you go, well, that's a withdraw. So now you're Correct. now you're Done. you had nothing. I had nothing. But I mean, at least you had Lowry in the mix for a little bit, who came back on Kepka, but still didn't. But he good. got steamrolled. He got he, got, he did nothing, and I thought for sure he would be. In the mix, at least in the 16, to make it through the weekend, no and question. and not even not even close, no, not even close, not even a hint. That's, I, was, I mean, that's what makes that tournament great. Now, in the end, you had heavy hitters left. I mean, which DJ, we which we didn't say was going to be the correct. Case. Other than I thought Kepka would be further into it. I did too, uh, but DJ was there. Kisner not, took a nice run. Uh, Scotty Scheffler. I mean, that guy, is it, uh, I mean, I'm going to ask the question, but the answer is no. Is there anyone else more on fire than that guy? For God's sake, he's number one in the world. Number one in the, yeah, gets the win, gets the number one ranking. Great moment there at the end. Yes. Having his family around him like that. So um, good. So, and then I just, watching the emotion on there and and seeing the emotion on that one was like, that's what we've been hoping for. Yes. And I just. And we got it. We got it. And to be so f- quick to number one, now obviously not as fast as we talked about just before we came on, not as fast as Tiger and Jordan. Yeah. But still, 70 starts with, with nothing, and now all of a sudden three big wins. Not small, not small ones that are, no. you know, three 
big wins. We weren't sure how he was going to handle it coming off of the waste management and getting that win. Correct. Well, he showed us what he's... Yeah, he's had three wins in, what, seven weeks? Yes. Remarkable. Just remarkable. And he's so likable. Over $6 million in in seven weeks. (laughs) Talk about life-changing. I mean, that guy's in a a new mansion. He's got a new sports car. (laughs) He bought a new wife. He's he's getting a new state. He's buying his own state. Yeah, he's got his own island. So it's amazing. It's good times, but yeah, I mean, it's. I'll I'll tell you. Sunday, um, Sunday was a lot of fun to watch, and Kevin Kisner, as is really that is his course, and and everybody admits that if they would, and he even admitted if they would not play, if they would play that tournament on another course, he wouldn't be part of it. Yeah, it's, it doesn't because he just can't hit it as far. Correct, but yet. Well, you were talking about that one hole Just, where he thought he'd missed, drove his drive, and it hits the down slope. And gets another 80 yards and on the roll. you're just watching the ball going, what? oh, my God. And he just – I was surprised at how far it went. I mean, I knew, right. it was, I knew it was on the down slope. I knew he caught it, but I didn't know that it was going to just keep going. Now, they were in a uh, uh, flash fire advisory because it's been so yes. dry out there. Yes, that's, so, yep, that's true. One of those uh, red so flag warnings. Red flags. That's yeah. the. I was trying to remember your meteorology, meteorological terminology for that. I'm here to help you out, buddy. Thank you, sir. Yep. Appreciate it. So the red flags were all over the place, and did you see like they were they were spraying the greens as soon as they were finishing? All the, yeah. All, all, all. It was like the week before, and they had the leaf blowers out. <laughs> this time it's the, the hose. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. <laughs> I do like. I mean, the I didn't watch much. Obviously, I was in Nashville. You were in Virginia, but you got back Sunday. So you got to watch a little bit of it on Sunday afternoon, which is great. I was um, a little bit disappointed about. I mean, I get it. You know, the consultation round is not something that, but it was. That was equally exciting. That was because of how close that was. Now DJ was down through a lot of it, but like Kisner was clawing his way yes. to stay competitive through yes. the whole thing. Yes. And you know, you just don't get as much coverage on on the consultation round. But I thought. That just really, they were both close. I mean, DJ and, and Kisner were both down by three, but yet when you watch them, they were always keeping themselves in in the run. Oh, yeah. There, I mean, there were no blowouts in that round. In that round. Uh, yeah, I mean, correct. earlier, oh, my goodness. Oh. Sevens and fives, eights and sixes. <laughs> holy. I mean, that is blown out. That is a killing with some of those guys. Eight and six. Eight and six is ridiculous. I mean, you, you're just not hitting the ball. Or the other guy's crushing it. It's one or the other. But usually in those, it was the guy that was down was not playing very well. Yeah, just couldn't get, just could not get any momentum. But eight mm-hmm. and six, I, that is just insane. Yeah, that's brutal. That's embarrassing. I mean, and I get it. It happens. I mean, that's, but that's, you know, it can it can flip flop the other way next week. Now, you know, or this oh. this week, you could have the same the same guys out there, and the guy who who wins. Eight and six could miscut easily. Easily, that's easily. that's what's so crazy about this game. It's called golf, people. But so the the one thought, the one thing that I saw that was really that I I think it was the hole that Scheffler that we were just talking about. I think it was twelve. Okay. With the dog leg, it's the dog leg right with the you know sharp ninety on there and everything. And oh, the one Kisner hit down the hill. So Kisner hits down the hill. Yeah, it's what. So that's twelve. Yeah, I think right? it is twelve. It's I think 12. it is twelve. Yeah. So. Scheffler's second shot lands just before the one sand trap. 
So did you see this part? I did not. Okay. So third shot, he's just got this little guy just get it up over the, like a little chip, get it on the green, duffs it. This is the championship match? This is a championship oh, match. He duffs it. He duffs it and throws it into the bunker three feet next to him. Oh, my goodness. And everybody's just like, oh, oh, my gosh. You know, and you can just like, you think like, what's going to happen? He holds it out from, oh the, from the bunker, I did which totally just that. takes Kisner and just goes like, whatever <laughs> shot I thought I had. <laughs> Just totally went out through Forget the window. Forget it now. It was it was a magical. That was truly a magical moment because it showed what the sport is. It wasn't. It, he kept his head together. Yeah. To make it through an embarrassing moment there, a shot that could re- and he holds it out. He just little, yeah. And he had short. He was on the short side of the green, so it's not like he had a lot of of, of green to work with coming out of the bunker. Holds it. Did he bounce it and hold it, or did it go right in? He bounced it and hold it. Now, I've seen. I thought I've seen more slam dunks this year. Have you seen? Well, I saw uh, Trump had a hole in one for God's sake this weekend. (laughs) I saw that on social media. I'm like, 158 with a seven iron or whatever it was, and he had one. So yeah, they're all over the place. These dunks. It's crazy. It is crazy. Anyway, yeah, I, I was. I thought that hole was just. I thought for sure because Kevin Kisner had like seventy-eight yards to go to the green. He was just gonna, you know, just slam dunk it right there, and now change the momentum. And no, it just totally. It was not Kevin Kisner's day, and it, everything was going with Scheffler. Everything was going with Scheffler. He was just over able to overcome any obstacle that he. And he, from what I heard, his caddy says he he takes the blame. He doesn't like say, oh, oh really? that was your, oh, that was your, you know, your bad read. And so right. he, he takes wrong the blame. yardage. Wrong yardage. Yep. No, that's yep. not what Scheffler does. Spieth has done that to Greller in the past where he goes, Michael, that was the wrong yardage. Something like that, which bothers me. I love Spieth. Uh, by the way, again, Scheffler is anything but flashy, but he's likable and he, the ups aren't too high and the downs aren't too low. He's so even keeled, as you just mentioned on that duff and then the hole in one. He just never lets anything bother him. And to be a great golfer, isn't that kind of how you have to be? Sure. I mean, there's been exceptions. I mean, Rory can run hot, John Rom can run hot. And I like that. But at the end of the day, you know, you you want to be Oh, man, I just stuffed it. Well, let's hold this one out. That's hard to do. It, that, you know, we and we watched it like that was uh, it was not waste management. It was the Honda where we're watching guys not able to hit the hit the fairway oh when they're under pressure. Like they just were they were truly no one was hitting the fairway. They were just feeling the pressure and not able to hit a fairway. So Scheffler comes out, doesn't get a great tee shot on 12, doesn't really get a great second shot down onto the green, yeah. but then comes back with a duff and then holes out to get a birdie on a par five. <laughs> that's, that's great golf. Great golf. And fun to watch. And a lot of fun to watch. So the one thing that we had just spoken about last week, and I, I'm, I'm not, you know, again, we're, here we are, two guys just – Standing in a studio. Standing in a studio. We're not sitting. But we have no chairs. 
NBC ran a whole package, two-minute package, on these guys that are 25 and, and younger, how they are dominating the tour. And we have, been, and that's what we have been talking about and discussing kind of since day one. Yes. And I feel like that seeing that package validates our position and how we feel that this game is really moving along. The Masters is a week away. Awesome! I, I think it's going to, it just will be, it's just going to be so much fun to watch. Because these, if these young guys, if Scheffler takes on this course like we think he, like we think he can, because one of his, com, I mean, just six years ago, he's walking around that course in Austin watching Rory and going, okay, I see what he's doing. How do I make my game that much better? And that's what we've been talking about. These guys are playing, watching really excellent golfers. Tiger Woods, Rory, Sergio, Jordan. And these guys are now stepping up and saying, yeah, I saw that part of the game that they played. And, and watching Phil Mickelson with the, you know, these flop shots and stuff like that. They have more of the complete package than we've seen in a long time. Not just one player, multiple players. That, that's why each week is so hard to pick a winner. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's impossible. That you could argue, and the Masters, you know, usually we will route out the players that we really didn't think had a chance anyway. There's always a couple that slip through the cracks and make it to Saturday and Sunday and are kind of close to the leaderboard. But most of the time, it's 20 to 30 guys that can win this tournament. You could argue this year 20 under 25s could win the tournament. I mean, they're not phased. They're not phased right now. No. Now, maybe when, maybe if it's your first time there, and you're kind of looking around, you're going, "I'm like, yeah, just unbelievable." This is the hollow ground. This of is the, like USA the, golf. Right, this aside from the Open Championship, you know, this is golf right here. Maybe they get a little rattled, but uh, again, let me ask you this: We talked about this a little bit before. So, Scotty Scheffler goes to number one in the world. Third fastest behind Tiger and Jordan Spieth. Nothing on social media. No. Tiger Woods takes a plane ride. That's all you see. That's the golf story. Tiger Woods hopped on a plane. Let me ask you this. Would it be better for the Masters week? We'll touch on the Valero Texas Open, trust me, but not for long. <laughs> Sorry. Um, would it be better? Is it better if Tiger is at the Masters and playing with very little shot of winning, or is it better if he's not there at all and let the other guys shine? Do you have an answer for that? Well, I mean, I'll play devil's advocate on that one. I mean, you're gonna have if he's there and he's playing, That's you story. have more potential of people watching. No question about it. Especially if he makes the cut. Now, if he makes the cut and he's not really in the mix, well, then they're not going to show him. They're not going to show him. No. He'll have, you know, he'll have. A, especially if he's not in the mix on Sunday, he's not going to be shown on television at all. But no. you know, they'll probably cover him with and give highlights and all that stuff of some of the stuff that he does. That that's just that's the way the media wants it to play out. That's the way the PGA Tour wants it to play out. Correct. But it is rather it is rather disappointing that. These young, guy, these young guys are playing such excellent golf 
and they're not getting the respect that's due them. And that's that part's a little frustrating to me. At least not yet. Not yet. One of these guys wins the Masters. Whole different story. I mean, it's you're talking you're talking a guy that got to number one, not as fast as Tiger Woods, but right there in the top five, and nobody's nobody's talking about it. And we're gonna and we put all of our focus on Tiger, who's trying to overcome, hasn't played really hasn't really played a round of golf yet in a competitive form anyway. Coming over overcoming injuries that are most people would not be able to overcome, and I get it. The, the guys, the guys built different, and we understand that. Yes, I'm not putting that part down, but I don't see that walking this course four days in a row when you haven't, unless this is what he's doing is he's starting to pace himself. But I don't. It's a hard call. I'm not. I'm, it I'm is not, a hard I can't call. Go, I can go both ways because you yeah. want him to be there because obviously he's Tiger Woods in the Masters and his wins that he has there. It's and all of his major wins that he has. And without Mickelson there, who's another needle mover, you, the Masters kind of wants Tiger there. You know. Sure. So you miss Tiger and Phil. That's a blow. So you could. The, you know, golf wants. You know, CBS wants him there. <laughs> At I, least for Thursday and Friday. I. I I'm still in the I'm still in the oh, in the man. in the mindset of it's the Masters, it's going to play out. I mean, waste management played out way better than we really expected oh, that to play, we, knowing that that was going to be a great tournament. TPC played out fantastic as well. Yes. So to not think that you're not to not think that the Masters is not going to be that type of of tournament for you. I think you're you're kind of missing out again. We'll see. We're, we're going to have to wait and see. I mean, I I can go either way. If Tiger's there and is is making a charge, that's what people are obviously. Oh, the casual, the more casual person is going to want that to happen. And I get the, and I truly get the. We said before, I truly get why people are enamored with Tiger Woods. Change the game. Yes. But now, again, you're seeing these young players. This is what he. This is what he created. This is what he and the guys created, and I think it's hard to kind of overcome that young talent. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, maybe, but this seems like a daunting task for him, um, just because of what he's been through. I mean, his foot was flopping off his leg. I mean, you know, and look, the guy. W- nobody works harder than this guy, and he's got great people around him to help him and all that. So God bless him. He's come back a million times from injury and, you know, off the course stuff, whatever. So I think in the end it is good to have him there. I'm just not sure if he has a real shot. That's all. And look, he's proved that, oh, really? I don't have a shot? <laughs> we won it a couple of years ago. So Right. Uh, and, I, it, again, we understand that. And, you know, it's a mindset that we – that we know he has it's the masters i i he has the mentality of i own augusta and with that mentality is that going to be enough to get him through and get him a win i have no idea no idea that's impossible to know that's why this is hard that's why i've missed eight consecutive cuts or whatever the hell it is <laughs> not it's not eight but it's not eight um <laughs> well but this is the you know, and I understand why you got a couple of weeks ago why you guys decided to go with with Bubba Watson, but 
because yeah. this is, you know, we, we jokingly said it's an even year. So he usually does well on an even year. That's so, true. and this so far, he hasn't really proven to be as formidable as, as he has been on even years. Mm-mm. But, man, have you, have you thought about your master's pick? Have you, like, really dove into it and kind of know who you're going with? Or are you waiting to see how it plays out this week? Not that, not that the field this week is that good. I mean, Rory and Jordan are there, but I mean, they're, mostly they're, everybody else is off. There are a few. There are a few other possibilities that I have not made. I have not thought that far ahead. I haven't I mean, either. But it's, I mean, picking the Masters this year is going to be perhaps the hardest ever. Yeah. I can't. I'm gonna have to wait to see how it plays out. I mean, obviously we have guys that have taken that are taking the week off. They've played a lot of golf up until now. They know that they have, you know, they got their first time at the Masters. Are they going over to Augusta to kind of get used to the course and see how that's going to play for them? Yeah, I would, I would hope so. Now we know that Rory and Spieth are using this as a warm up. Right. I mean, Rory took last week off. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, look, it's, I mean, Phil has always had the mentality of, I want to play the week before a major. That's why he goes over and plays the Scottish Open every year. Get the that, week get before the, feel, the Open Championship. Get, the feel, yeah. get yourself warmed up for it. I understand. And, and I get that. I get both sides. I do. I get, I, I want to be, I don't want to be rusty going in. If I take a week off, can my mechanics go a little bit bad? I mean, so I can see it either way, but this, you know, we, we always talk about it. It's this tournament and and then Harbor Town after the Masters that really struggle. Uh, you're going to struggle with viewership unless Rory and Spieth are near the top. You're going to struggle with eyeballs because people are just waiting for next week, which I get too. Right, but the Valero, the Valero is not Augusta, so I don't see. I see it as a. I can see it, you wanting it to be a warm up, but you're not really it's giving not yourself. Even close. You're not giving yourself. How much time are you giving yourself to get back into? Okay, well, this is what I kind of did. This is what I kind of did wrong last week, where I need to tweak this. You're only giving yourself a day or two to really kind of get into that form. Yeah. Whereas if you're at Augusta and you're playing a few practice rounds through the week, you kind of get the feel of the course and get and how how the greens are working and 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 now they'll probably change a little bit by the time you get to the tournament. Yeah. But the Valero, I don't. I just see as okay. I'm keeping myself moving, but I don't know. But that it's that's not actually similar at all to to Augusta. You're right. There there are very little similarities. Uh, I mean, nothing's like Augusta, but still, um, it's going to be great. Look, we're getting into you know, I we've we've talked about this before. This has been a great golf season. Yes, sometimes guys are winning that you don't know, but the the golf that's being played is so crisp and so dead on some of these days with just guys, these guys flag hunting and making 25 footers. And it's just been really good. It's been fun. I mean, look, we're big golf fans. So for the casual fan, has it been a good start to the season? Uh, I don't know. Because you don't have the big names sometimes. Right. You know? And like I said, I, I, kind of like taking the last two years and haven't really paid much attention right and so when you see uh shamas powers coming out and you and you see these guys and you're like 
Joaquin Neiman, like you've seen the name, but they've always been kind of down. And, and that was part of what the package was that they were running on NBC was you have all these younger guys that typically take a, quite a few years in the past to really kind of start to like they have to become a little more for whatever reason, they seemed like they needed to be in the PGA Tour seven, eight years to start to start making a name for themselves and start getting the win. No and question. now it's like they're coming at, they're just coming out and they're, you know, first two or three tournaments and all of a sudden they're they're in the top ten pretty regular or the top twenty five pretty regular. They're you know, they're runner up or they're winning. Yeah. And that's hasn't been the standard and that's <clears throat> what they've been talking that's what they were talking about. I mean the your top five world golf rank are twenty five. Right. Right, exactly. How old's Rom? 25? 24? 20, 24, 25. Right in there. We think of him as a veteran. Because he's been, yeah. Because he's been playing so, he's been playing so, so well. So well, so came, much. So, yeah. And he came out early. And. He's only so when it, when it comes to, when it comes to this year, it does look really different. The, you know, and I was talking to a gentleman at my church and he's like, I don't know who these guys are. I'm like, it's fun to watch. They are good, oh and so like gosh. if you haven't really been paying attention, yeah, pay attention. Start paying attention. Start paying attention. They are great players. They they have the full package. They can they can put the lights out. Oh my gosh! I have seen more shadows roll over a hole and the ball not go in than I've ever seen before. They are reading the greens. <clears throat> Speaking of that, I mean Dustin Johnson hit a bender. I just could not believe uh, he, what last he, weekend. He putted one that was truly almost a ninety degree. My gosh, we've seen him do that before. He got to read. He got to read from the. Um, <clears throat> who was he playing against? Um, Connors, right? Yeah. So he got to read from Connors and just like, oh, okay, I got. I'm sure my line needs to be out by another six, eight inches, and then just drains it. <clears throat> it's amazing these pros, when a guy is in front of you and you can read the putt. Amazingly, how many times they make it right after that? Even if it's a ridiculous putt by that, like that, they can just take the read and go, "All right," like you just said, eh, four or five inches out, boom. And by the way, you're speaking of putting. These golf swings are so smooth. Like we talk about the women's golf swing, which is eloquent and beautiful, and you know nice and doesn't look like they're really even trying and it's just so you know a lot of the guys come on tour they're just the swings look ridiculous because they're just bombing it but man Joaquin Neiman's swing is freaking gorgeous like some of these new guys have such great so Scheffler's golf swing's amazing I know that's really golf geeky talk but just want to put it out there they they are they are swinging clubs I, I mean really well and it now equipment helps the equipment does help and i was reading you know the one thing that the only change that scheffler made and i just happened to catch this last night is just his putter and all all he did was he changed they they changed the sight line on the putter to be black from red because now for him visually it's an extension of the line that he has on the golf ball oh and that's his that's been his only change that he's made so it's easier to line up right yeah Visually, visually, he feels more confident with that. So, hey, if that's what's helping to make the putts, that's what you do to help make the putts. Yeah, um, you know, and so he's using a, a 
Scotty Cameron, white hot, something he's changed. Of course. Um, yeah, it's like pretty much a standard putter. Uh, I know Shoffley has uh, been changing his stuff around a little bit because, you know, he had Nike's not making anything anymore. So he had to change. So he has a tailor made that they were talking about a little bit on that. Right. Um, so they are they are finding ways to tweak. And it is a pretty amazing how I want this club to hit and feel like this. And so then, the you know, now TaylorMade's going and saying, okay, let's help you get to that. And they talk about how they changed the club for them, shorter shaft, you know, a little bit more loft, whatever. So they can shape their shot the way that they want it to and get the distance that they want. They In their mind, I'm happy to just say, I wouldn't be able to just get to the, close to the green or, you know, whatever on my second shot with my hybrid. Right. I'm not looking for a particular Draw, shot shape. fade, yeah, right. I just want to be able to be able to find my ball by the end of the by the end of the hole so that that is sort of an underrated story um for all these guys going nike that now they've got a switch let's be honest shoffley's been kind of adequate he hasn't been great he has and not. you've got to think because he's so good you've got to think that the equipment change is part of that it's going to take time i mean even like for people like you and i for the la- my last three sets of clubs, I've gone with a different brand. Okay. I don't know why I've done that, but you're, I have. You're a big Callaway guy, so. I like Callaway drivers, although now I have a TaylorMade. Okay. I did have Peng Irons. Then I went to Mizuno. Then I went to Wilson. And I'm due for a new set this upcoming season, so I don't know what I'm going to do. I think I might go back to Peng's <laughs> if they're reasonable, which I doubt they are. Which I doubt, yep. What Absolutely. are you hitting right now? What irons are you hitting? Uh, I have, my son has my old tailor-made fire soles, which I really like. You like they, those? I really like those. Yeah. It's, it's a, I, I can't find anything that feels like my, especially the five and six iron. Mm. I may have to try and either find something or encourage my son to buy his own clubs. <laughs> um, I like your second idea better. So Spencer, if you, if hey, you Spence. catch this, you know, I might be stealing that. Um, Save up some of that cash there, buddy. But I have Callaways right now. I got, um. I have some Callaways. They're a little bit longer, so if I think if I re-grip them, I yeah. might go ahead and shave off like a half inch or so okay. from the top All right. myself, and then make them just a little bit shorter. Um, especially like the the five, the four and five iron. Not that I can ever hit those, but they just feel really uncomfortable right now. They just feel really long. Um, Worst feeling in the world to line up for a shot and you're not comfortable. Yeah. Because you so, have no confidence. But seven, seven, eight, nine yeah. is all great. Love it. I mean, yep. I love those. I love those lengths. So those lengths work for me. But yeah. because I'm 5'10", I'm not, you know, I know they're standard stock off-the-shelf clubs. So right. Um, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, it, it, look, it depends on how much golf do you think you're going to play, which varies from year to year, let's be honest. So if you think you're going to be out there, you know, once every couple of weeks, then it's totally worth shaving an inch off. But again, that then it's gonna, you have to get used to it. But if I can't hit it well anyway, I'm not I'm not pulling it out of my bag. Well, so, that's so if I if I don't if I'm not comfortable with it, I'm not pulling it out of my bag. Where I'd point. rather go to the range and then start working with okay, what am I gonna how am I gonna play? So, yep. Anyway, yeah. But anyway. the Valero, we're not yeah. trying to really downplay the Valero. It, I mean, it has its obviously has its place, but yeah, we have to make our picks this week. All right. All right, whose turn is it? It would be my turn. Oh, okay. 
I see you've got the expert picks up on your phone. I do, Good and note. I had the I had the power rankings as well. Oh shoot! I didn't look at the power rankings. Damn. <laughs> oh no, no, I did. I did. Rory's did. one, right? Rory's one. Yeah, Rory's one. And uh, Speeth's like three Spieth, or four. Speeth is three. Okay. Um, it, it is kind of a hard one to. It is kind of a hard one to pick. And then we, again, I, 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 because I've been so used to working with you on your on your fantasy where it's like you got it's once and done and we're saying nah you got two as long as they don't get a win so shuffler's completely out for you so bummer for the masters because that i could know be, i know but hey you but i got the win you got the win yeah um yep. i'm okay with it so i think what i will do is i'm gonna go with uh i'm gonna go with uh connor's this week and see how that plays out let me guess that's who you're gonna pick yeah. Um, so that's twice because we we both picked Horschel week three and then that's not a good sign. The other guy that I was thinking of, he didn't miss a cut though. Who? Horschel didn't miss a cut. No, no. Thank thank you, Billy. <laughs> um, that is a good point. We got some points. The other guy I thought of, um, who played really well on the alternate tournament, the Corrales, was Johnny Vegas. Oh, he, I believe, finished second. Second or third? He was up there. So I did think about him, but I just feel like Connors, and I know he lost in the match play, and, you know. But that was his first time in the match play. Correct. And he did play well, considering it was his first time. 2-0-1. He's in good form. He's been in the top 10s and 25s. Uh, This is just one. And, uh, again, just before we get on here, we were both talking about, well, you can still burn somebody like Rory this week if you wanted to because you get him second time if he doesn't win the thing, um, which is enticing. But he hasn't played this tournament in three years, although he did come in second. <laughs> so so it is a course that he likes. And Jordan's in Texas. And that's his home, and that's his uh, home course. It's his home course. But he, in the last few weeks, hasn't exactly been on form. And we and I had to go back and listen to a few podcasts because I was trying to make sure I had all of our picks right. And I'm like, oh, we were so excited about the way he played at Waste Management, oh and we gosh. thought that that was going to be. We were both thinking about him for the Masters. Yeah, and, and if he doesn't play well this week, I'm not thinking about him. If he does, different story. But but all right. Anyway, so ahead. Corey Connors is Corey who we're Connors. picking from Canada. Corey Connors. I like that pick. I do. Yeah. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Let's see, we'll see what we're texting all... like Friday afternoon at 6. We'll see how this pans out for us because we know how that <laughs> we know how that plays out because man, I'll tell you, some on Fridays we're like 4 o'clock we're like going, uh-oh, oh, what's happening? And it's seemingly the last 5 or 6 weeks when I look at my phone on Friday afternoon or if I'm watching it, now I'm going to watch a little bit more this weekend cuz I'll be home, but I look at my phone and look at Bubba Watson with a with uh, a a minus two after seventeen. He needs a birdie. I'm like, good God, again, <laughs> par miscut. Par miscut. Yeah, I I. It's just too close to call. I was oh. so I was very disheartened to see that he for you. I was just like, oh my gosh, this is two weeks in a row now. The guy's miscut, and then we had the the whole Paul Casey issue going on. Oh. It's just like. We have a dark cloud looming over our fantasy picks. Um, I mean, at least Lowry, you know, I know he didn't advance, but at least he gave it a ride. 
Although he got killed on Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday was not was not good for him that, at all. That tournament, that's. It is a good tournament. It is a great course. It is a great tournament. It uh, it's a lot of fun. It that is. just was to see who was coming into the to sixteen was was really amazing and to see how that was going to play out um you know and playing playing two rounds of golf on sunday is a lot of golf oh my gosh i think kisner just got pooped i i, I think he did too i mean i know you got a rest in there but uh, still that's hard to do man he's 48 years old and i'm not knocking the guy because he still hung in there but i just think he just got yeah he got tired he got a little tired can't blame him 25 versus 48. There's a, there's a lot of difference there, let me tell you. Oh, my gosh. No question. <laughs> yeah, the 48-year-old's definitely going to get more tired quickly. Yeah. No question. All right, a lot of Masters talk next week. Like we didn't talk about enough this week? Well, that's true. But we'll have a lot the next two weeks, actually. So. But I am, again, we just touched on Jordan. You know, look, Rory, you know how bad he wants to win the Masters? He had that tournament won in 2011 before he the bet on the back nine on Sunday where he threw that yeah. drive 80 yards left <laughs> up on the hill. Oh, I remember that one now. Uh, oh now you talk God. about it, like, yeah, oh, I remember that bro- one. Just brutal. So I am interested to see how he plays this week and how Jordan plays this week. With Let's be honest. We talk about this all the time. The field, eh, it's not great. So if you can't shine this week, then you're not getting picked next week. No. Not with this particular field. And that's no disrespect to Corey Connors or Maverick McNeely. Maverick McNeely, Chris Kirk. Neesmith. I mean, they've all been playing great golf, but if you're talking two seasoned veterans that you better not be going out there. Well, I was just really kind of working on my – I wanted to try and work on my 220 – shot to see how I was going to land out on the green, if I could make it stick or not, or whatever. If you're tweaking your game at that point, then just take the week off, go over to Augusta, and, and start and Tweak play. it there. And tweak it there. <laughs> not on a course that doesn't because look anything doesn't, like Augusta. Because it doesn't, it, I don't feel it does anything for you. I mean, maybe maybe for them it does. Um, yeah, maybe, it, maybe. But it, to me, that makes no sense. Uh, it, if you're Spieth and you're McElroy, you got to be there on Sunday afternoon somewhere within a few shots of the lead. You definitely gotta be top ten to yeah. to show me that you're ready to play, to, or to show me that your tweaks are working. Yeah, ideally behind Connors, of course. <laughs> At this point, yes, that's that's our pick. We need it bad. We need it bad. So basically, the standings are not going to go anywhere. Uh, Jeff does lead me now in the standings by a few points. Yes. After my win, I thought uh, the start was going to be really rough, but I I kind of <laughs> cut myself in there. Yeah, you have not uh, made nearly as many poor picks as I have. Good for you. Yeah, well, <laughs> I need a win. I've never picked a winner for you, and I've never picked, I have not picked a winner for me, so You'll get it. I've been close You'll at get times. It. Yeah. It'll, it'll be there. Yep. All right, man. All right, buddy. We'll Good podcast. We'll see how this weekend goes, Yeah. and then we'll, uh, we got Masters coming up. That'll Love be awesome. it. Be awesome. Yep. See you guys. See ya. See <laughs> ya.